재미와 지식의 오디오 라이프 팝빵. What time is it? What time is it? According to recent reports, a significantly high number of teenagers in Korea are being introduced to gambling through their smartphones or via the internet. Now, gambling for most people is a form of entertainment that is enjoyed responsibly. However, adolescent gambling is uh, somewhat alarming because experts say the earlier in life a person starts to gamble, the more likely he is to experience gambling-related problems later on. We're talking about potential addiction, um, potentially uh, ruining lives and families uh, with finances and, and other factors. Uh, give us your thoughts on this issue, what Korea can do to tackle this problem. If you agree with the premise that uh, the rising number of youth uh, gambling is a bad thing, text us at pound 1013 for 51 or send us a Talk message by adding TBS EFM. As a plus one, we're going to be joined by an expert from the UK in part two of this discussion. Joining us here in the studio, our very good friend from Hanguk University of Foreign Studies, law professor Hwang Jong-uk. Professor Hwang, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening, Henry. Now, I think this is, I, I, I guess, a bit of an interesting dichotomy with if you are an expat resident here or if you're a, uh, a Korean resident here. For expats, um, I think... The initial impression you get here in Korea is that it's very strict in terms of gambling laws because there are so many of these foreigner-only casinos. That's and there true. are not any uh, obvious outlets for Koreans who want to uh, perhaps partake in gambling aside from, let's say, these uh, uh, little arcade studios or or maybe um, uh, the lotto and yep. things like that. And so it doesn't seem like there are as many outlets like in a country like the United States. But... In terms of gambling and its regulations here, generally, how is it regulated? And I suppose, um, what are some of the punitive, what are some of the penalties for gambling here? Sure. Uh, so Korean criminal code actually has a fairly stringent law against gambling. Gambling is actually categorically illegal in Korea. Mm. So technically, if any Korean or anybody living in Korea gambles, uh, you can face up to five years in jail or up to 30, uh, 30 million won in fine. So, you know, this applies to Koreans uh, traveling abroad. So you do hear about scandals where, you know, famous Korean celebrities go gambling somewhere in Macau or uh, Las Vegas and get into trouble. Now, of course, there are, as you mentioned, some outlets, and those outlets are made pursuant to specifically special laws that government has created. So, you know, there are government loader programs, there are casinos. There's only one uh, casino in Korea where the Koreans can go to, but there are a number, n- number of them where uh, foreigners can go to. There are race, uh, the horse racing, there's bicycle racing, but these are all regulated by government. So uh, if you are not actually engaged in those government-regulated gambling activities, even if you're, like, you know, playing poker, with a bunch of friends, that could technically get you in trouble. Right. So it is strict. Um, when then we're going to talk about why this has become such a problem, maybe some of the social issues involved here. 
I suppose in this scenario, I'm of the older generation. I guess you would be as well. But when I was a kid, and I, I will say I would be classifying myself as to a person who uh, gambled as a hobby. Let's say I, I placed the occasional sports bet in college with my with the team sure. that I was rooting for, or I had a home poker game. Uh, we played some penny stakes with friends, or maybe we took the occasional trip to Las Vegas. All kind of you would think harmless stuff that uh, young people partake in. Today's teenagers in Korea, how through what channels are they actually engaging in gambling and what kind of gambling activities are they engaging in? Well, as befits the you know the, the time, you know, is a lot is done through internet, especially mobile. Uh, you know, it, it seems as the sports gambling, as you mentioned, has become really really big in Korea among teenagers. It sort of combines the thrill of gambling together with following the big sports events. And you know, uh, the overseas uh, sports events have become very popular, like Premier League and Major League and so forth. And the results of such sporting events have become very easy to follow. And you know, you, once you combine them, you, you the the, the internet and gambling aspect as well as the sporting aspect, you can sort of see the allure to the teenagers. This is probably, I suppose, beyond the scope of what we're going to be able to discuss here tonight as far as uh, youth and gambling, but you mentioned sports, and there is one legal entity, Sports Toto, that uh, does have the uh, regulatory uh, right to be able to engage and allow citizens to partake in sports gambling, although there are a lot of underground and other ways you can do so as well, but there is this extreme sensitivity. You mentioned uh, sports, uh, how the three recent uh, Samsung Lions players were found to have gambled in in Macau, and by and we have to point out this was a legal casino where they were allowed to gamble, but uh, what was deemed to be excessive amounts, uh, allegedly some of the money being credited to them or loaned to them by a guy with some, I suppose, mob or mafia ties. Uh, the idea that sports could somehow be compromised, and we've had so many sports betting scandals in the K-League, in the KBL, in the V-League, um, uh, sporadic instances in the KBO. Because of that, uh, the the country, the, the government, and various other responsible members of society are very, very sensitive to the idea that a, a young guy who might be a sports fan would want to gamble because it sort of is this trickle-down effect to this wider corruption that is potential in sports. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if, you know, from, from the sporting authorities point of view, if you think that the integrity of your sporting events are being compromised because players are being bought out due to these gambling influences, I mean, that's uh, that's potentially fatal to your public image. So you can obviously uh, see the economic interest in wanting to really push to, uh, pursue such cases very aggressively. Yeah, and that's uh, probably one uh, explanation because I've had a lot of uh, uh, expat uh, friends kind of scratch their head saying, well, why are these guys so much in trouble? Oh Sung-hwan and Im Chang-yong, uh, they, they gamble, they, they have a lot of money, they, they were doing it legally. It is that aspect of sensitivity and that uh, the corruption that has recently come out that a lot of people felt got climate that they might not be involved in betting on baseball games, but let's say they're in financial trouble and the, uh, the gangster guy gets a hold of them, maybe they can cause more harm later on in the future. I'm sure that's sort of the sub subtext, but still, the, the the actual legal ground is that you know gambling is you know categorically legal for all Koreans, where whether you're in Korea or overseas. Actually, Korean law applies to you, even if you're in Las Vegas and Macau. And a lot of people might forget that, but you mm-hmm. know, the, what happens in Las Vegas stays in Las Vegas. That doesn't actually apply to Koreans. Well, then a lot of people might say, okay, well, you're very strict here in Korea as far as uh, regulations and rules. 
uh, are concerned. Uh, is it possible that it's been sort of maybe a boomerang effect? And we talk about vices, like whether it's prostitution or drugs, and in in this context, gambling. That being so strict, uh, being so overly regulatory, has created this burgeoning uh, underground, uh, I guess, network of illegal gambling sites and illegal gambling arcade places and underground casinos. That maybe it's kind of compounded the problem. Right. I mean, Korea sort of has an intermediate solution at the point. I mean, one way to think about it is treat gambling like drugs, just categorically make it illegal, and then huge underground to trade, and you just basically have a you know war on drugs that sort of go on forever in, in the United States and you know other parts of America. On the other hand, you can have like cigarettes, whatever. You know, there are regulations, but basically anyone can smoke, uh, you know, if you really want to. And basically, in Korea, is an intermediate solution when it comes to gambling. It, it, Korea sort of tries to uh, limit the legal gambling, you know, the racetracks and so the lottery and so forth. You know, about about a little over 0.5 percent of GDP. That's actually an explicit target they they have, and so so they're trying to regulate it at the same time. They're trying to track uh, crack down on the illegal activities uh, quite aggressively. Um, I mean. You know, the, this intermediate method doesn't really seem like it's really working given the si- size of the illegal g- gambling activities going on because it's estimated that illegal gambling is about as, as large as legal gambling, although we can't really be sure of the exact statistics. Right. I mean, uh, there was a lot of talk in the beginning of this administration about trying to get a hold of this underground economy, which I suppose encompasses the illegal gambling aspect of it as well, and it's uh, quite clear that they have not been able to, uh, as uh, Professor Huang mentioned, uh, been able to uh, get a firm handle on that situation as of yet. We're going to continue this discussion on uh, youth gambling, uh, the growing numbers, the, the concerns among people involved, what it leads to, uh, the problems of gambling addiction, and maybe get a comparative view uh, from how other countries also uh, grapple with this problem. We'll be joined by an expert from the U.K. for that. Continue to give us your thoughts. Stay tuned. You're listening to Primetime.